There's Lemieux. The center penalty coming up. Look at Lemieux. doing hockey fans welcome back to another season of talking hockey the hockey talking show it's co-host tom here with you and i am as always with my good buddy co-host randy who's uh riding the pine tonight uh randy how you feeling uh uh you know uh riding that pine well sometimes you just gotta be a spectator in life (laughs) and that's what i'm doing tonight here Yeah, so uh, as you can probably hear, listeners, so there's the sounds of hockey in the background here. We're at the rink. We're recording this at the rink. You're tuned in here uh, Monday, October 3rd for our season premiere. Um, you know, See, we, season five. Yeah, season five. Uh, we're going to call this one, epi- ep- uh, episode one, the Joe Daly, local legend, Win- uh, Winnipeg legend, goaltender Joe Daly, who um, he was taken first choice in the intra-league draft of 1970. That was the WHA to NHL draft, I believe, something along those lines. Uh, And uh, Joe, of course, he played with the Winnipeg Jets of the WHA. And it was Buffalo that took him in the NHL. Um, He... uh, he was one of the last goalies to not wear a mask. That's um, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did. He did wear one with Winnipeg in the WHA, but um, one of those last guys to not wear a mask. Not wear a mask. Kind of crazy, but he did it. Nowadays, he's running a sports collectible sort of shop. I mean, he's probably retirement age. Oh, I think he's, he's like, I think he's pretty close to handing it down to his son. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's got a shop there on St. Mary's Road, uh, close to Vivian there. Uh, and he, he's a longtime shop owner. His shop used to be over by Polo Park there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, collectibles and framing and jerseys and autographs and all that stuff. Nice. And so we'll just give you a real quick rundown of uh, Daly's sort of overall stats here. Four years in the NHL, 105 games. Uh, that was with Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Detroit. Um, and then he had seven years in the WHA, uh, and that was with Winnipeg basically the whole time. So I kind of got it backwards. He was actually in the NHL first, then went to the WHA. Yeah. Uh, so. Then after the Jets, I, I think he just called it quits, eh? Is that what Yeah, happened? it seems yeah. like it. And uh, he was 35 years old last season he played with the Jets in the WHA and you know his career basically spanned the 70s um, so yeah he uh, in the WHA he had 308 games uh, 167 wins and, uh, and a couple championships too Avco yeah, Cup. a couple Avco Cups so there you have a Joe Daly local legend and uh, number one on 
both your programs and the talking hockey, the hockey talking shows hearts. There so, you go. Um, Attaboy, Joe. Attaboy, Joe. Uh, yeah, as you can as you can tell, uh, and I mentioned, we're at the rink. Uh, we're taking in the second exhibition game of the Garage League season. The first one occurred on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So the regular season kicks off after Thanksgiving. Uh, a couple of exhibition games here. Randy, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Garage League? Because we're going to be talking... Uh, we're going to be talking some Garage League this year for sure. So give the listeners a little uh, what's what about what is, what's going on here. So have you ever heard of the, the phrase DIY? Uh, <laughs> don't interrupt you? Yeah. Uh, no. DIY, it's a little maybe a punk rock uh, ethics 101 here. But uh, I guess in, in a Coles Notes version, when you're not completely satisfied with the... Uh, the recreational hockey league uh, environment in, in Winnipeg, then you you make your own league. So that's basically what uh, what's happening with Garage League. A few uh, a few of us we have er- Eric Paz, we got Vinny Toucans, and we got uh, Fletcher, uh, all and myself. We all kind of uh, you know put our heads together and started our own hockey league. And so, um, like Tommy said, we're uh, taken in um, game number two in the exhibition season and yeah. basically garage league is kind of like the the kind of hockey that we want to play with the with the you know the folks we want to kind of surround ourselves with and and uh, there you have it yeah so the first exhibition game happened on Thursday both you and I played in that one uh, and then uh, uh, tonight uh, Eric Vince and Fletcher are all playing um, and so it's a draft league, so you sign up as an individual and then you get drafted by, uh, to a team. So the exhibition games are kind of maybe, uh, we're sitting here in the stands doing a little bit of scouting as we, as we talk hockey, but it's exciting to sort of be back at the rink. You know, the weather is crisping up out there. Uh, hockey season's back, folks. Um, not just in the beer leagues, but uh, the, the big leagues too, the Jets training camp is uh, well underway as is every NHL teams um, and uh, just uh, this evening we're recording here Saturday night of course uh, uh, Saturday night the Jets hosted <coughs> uh, the Edmonton Oilers in an exhibition game and it was also the unveiling of the uh, Dale Howarchuk statue downtown Winnipeg at True North Square um, so we've got a, a sweet little song we'll play in a little while here by a band called Laysdale Howarchuk, and the song is called Dale Howarchuk. Um, they're a band from Montreal. They were around for a, a good long while and good garage kind of band uh, for the Garage League. You there know? you go, perfect. Yeah. Um, so, what? Uh, let's let's talk Dale Howarchuk for a half a second here. Like, uh, you saw the statue. What'd you think? Honestly, it's it's a great tribute. Um, you know, very touching, obviously. Uh, Mark Chipman during his speech today, you know, I guess, you know, kind of with only days left to go in, in Dale's life, I guess uh, Chipman and Heisinger were able to tell Dale that uh, they had this fitting tribute for him and that this statue was going to be, uh, you know, s- uh, standing just outside the, the arena where the Jets play. And, uh, you know, and like they said today in the... In the uh, presentation or the unveiling 
that you know Dale Howarchuk uh, is the per basically the perfect rep representative of Winnipeg Jets hockey. Yeah. He kind of bridged um, the Jets of the past to the Jets of the future, obviously with the connection with Mark Shifley and coaching him in Barry, but also just being a, a huge Winnipeg supporter, community supporter, and obviously um, you know that heritage game with Jets versus Oilers uh, at the at the stadium there. That went down. That went down as a as a uh, a classic uh, uh, game. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, for those of you listening at home, uh, we just had a penalty shot here in this uh, game we're watching, and uh, it was uh, uh, an unsuccessful penalty shot. Uh, I didn't see what led to the penalty shot, but uh, the goalie attempted the poke check and uh, missed with the poke check, but the player skating in, he lost the handle and it ran out of room and uh, it went wide. But yeah, no, the, so here's an interesting fact about the statue that I heard uh, this evening on the Jets broadcast. Um, the, so Howard Chuck is kind of in a skating stride. He's skating towards the rink, the Canada Life Center. And that's actually also uh, due north on the compass. Oh, I heard that. To yeah. To sort of represent, you know, true north, true north. or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, kind of a neat little touch there, and it's a nice looking statue. It's it's pretty like lifelike. You and there's know? Co there's color there's on it. There's a bit too. of color on it, yeah. which I thought was interesting because a lot of those um, statues you see, they're just like bronze or whatever. Yeah. And maybe over time it would fade. I have no idea, but uh, I also heard the the artist or the sculptor or whatever. Uh, also did a statue for Wayne Gretzky and Michael Jordan. Oh, really? So obviously, uh, yeah. He knows, he knows what he's doing. They, they, they went for the, the big guns on yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's the Gretzky statue at Northlands Coliseum where he's holding the cup up. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, that's a great statue. I've had my photo with that oh, yeah. in the summertime. Uh, I was in Edmonton one time. And There's like, probably a statue in L.A. too, I would think. There is, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can go on Google Street View. Um, to the LA Stadium, which is now called, I think, Cryptocurrency yeah. Arena or something. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can actually drop your little Street View guy down yeah. and you see all the statues. There's like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, or right. whatever, Magic like Johnson basketball probably. guys. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Gretzky, uh, I believe. Robitaille? There's a Robitaille? I think so, or yeah. Or a Dion. I think there's really only two hockey guys, maybe, but I apparently Dustin Luke... Brown is getting a, stu I a heard statue. I that. that's crazy. Which. I don't know. It does seem crazy, but I mean, like, right on. Like, he was an LA King his whole career. Two Stanley Cups. Yeah. Um, big time fan favorite. Long time captain of the team. So, um, well, why not? Crazy similarity. We got Dustin Brown. Quite a few years ago, lost his captaincy, and Blake Wheeler. That's right. Yeah. That, yeah. So let's yeah let's transition then to talk uh, a little bit about that and the Jets kind of um, off season. Which many people thought, uh, you know, the Jets uh, snoozed during the offseason. And then uh, the big thing, the big news, was Rick Bonus hired as head coach. There was, of course, Trot's Watch, which at Seems the like end of our previous uh, talk in hockey season, we were, we were kind of talking about that because it was underway. But it amounted to nothing. And uh, Rick Bonus came in and as a new head coach. His first order of business, stripping the C off Wheeler. Um, obviously, huge news. What did, what do you make of it? Well, ultimately, I think if you're not going to fire your coach, like, you know, I guess 
Maurice resigned, and then Dave Lowry, they just said, if you want to apply for your job, you can, but then they did their full-on coach search. Um, there, there, has, there isn't like that big uh, event to cause a, a, sh you know, a shake-up in your, in your franchise, and it seems like that's the one thing that's kind of missing to kind of maybe snap everything kind of back into reality. Um, yeah, that's, I guess that's kind of one way to uh, articulate that, um, one, there's a new sheriff in town, yeah. and two, um, everyone's starting from the same level. You yeah. know, there's no seniority here. It's like everyone's got to earn everything that they want to get. So I thought it was a great move. I guess we'll see what pays off. Like if Blake Wheeler can function like that, yeah. uh, or is he is it going to kind of affect and him? Or? He's, he's said all the right things, I think, you know, in his interviews and whatever. And he's, it sounds like the team, from what they're talking about, you know, they're, they're feeling maybe a little rejuvenated and uh, they're ready to go and they like what, bonus is kind of preaching or whatever and it's it's promising you know as a Jets fan to hear this kind of stuff we'll see uh, on the ice how it results but uh, for sure like I think the stripping of the sea was um, it, it was symbolic you know like of a sort of like let's just give this team back to the team you yeah, know yeah. like um, and see who wants to own it yeah. like who, who's, who's going to become the leader yeah. without actually having those letters yeah. and they're going to go with no captain this year at all right and there might even be they haven't named any assistants uh or alternate captains but they might uh end up having like a rotating uh rotating cast huge save down there clutch one of the clutch. league conveners <laughs> big save yeah, yeah. no we're, it wasn't fixed it was a true save to some uh, pretty good hockey here for exhibition season beer league i'll tell you it's end to end Goalies are looking good. Uh, we got a two-nothing score, team, uh, team white right now. Two goals in the first period. We're uh, just about done the second period here. Um, and yeah, we're gonna chat with uh, some Garage League uh, folks here a little later in the show, probably. And um, yeah, we'll should we should we throw it to a song here or? Uh, well, just one more, one last thing, like just regarding the Jets, and we can move on. Sure, to yeah. And we'll, we'll get to that Dale Howard touch song. But um, you know, as far as you, like you've watched the preseason, what's what are, what's your thoughts? Right. Kind of going into into the season, are you feeling good? Are you feeling bad? Do you want to be patient? Yeah. Uh, well, what are your thoughts? To be honest, I'm feeling optimistic. Like I know a lot of people were pretty like shook up about the off season the Jets had. They expected some trades and major shakeups. Um, and you know what? Apparently they did try to trade Wheeler, but the, just the market wasn't there. You saw Pacioretty go to Carolina for nothing. You saw Ryan McDonough go wherever he went for nothing to Nashville, right? For nothing. So, you know, like the, I don't think Dayoff was going to trade his guys just to trade them and not get anything back. They're not in a cap crunch where they had to do it. So why do it? Yeah. And so, but I, I think with bonus, um, coming in and and the and the the idea of some of the young guys and the rookies getting a chance to play this year uh it's got me a little bit excited for sure and uh, i'm cautiously optimistic I, I would love to see Billy hanela uh play most of the season if not the entire thing cole perfetti in tonight's uh exhibition game well he looked he looked great and i think he's going to be a huge part of the offense going forward he actually had a fantastic back check, broke up a play. And we've got a goal. Team Blue's on the board. Um, 
and uh, yeah, no, it's um, I'm cautiously cautiously optimistic. I think this is a team that can fight for a wild card, probably right in there. In the central, you got Colorado, obviously your top dogs, and then you got St. Louis is always good. St. Louis Nashville, and Minnesota, pretty close right after that, I <laughs> yeah. think. And I think the Jets with Nashville and Dallas are very close with those guys. And if if what they say about bonus is true and that he gets the team playing a tighter defensive game, you got a goalie like Connor Hellebuck. If he's back in that Vesna conversation, like he can be, uh, you know, he can win you games. The Jets can win a lot of games that way, you know, if they're playing tight games and then... We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'm optimistic about, yeah, guys like Samberg, Gustafson, Hainola, uh, Cole Perfetti. Maybe even Brad Lambert might get a look. He's looked pretty half all right in the yeah. exhibition and training camp. That and Montreal stuff. game, he looked great. Yeah, so <clears throat> we'll see. And I kind of think Nate Schmidt's going to be given a little more um, freedom yeah, to, yeah. to do what he does, you know, and, and he can. He can provide offense. He's got a nose for that. So it's kind of, uh, it'll be neat to see what, what transpires. And the training camp battles of, you know, like, oh, there's the end of the second period. But uh, the training camp battles for those handful of spots have been good. And then there's this uh, Saku Melaninen. Yeah, did he play tonight? He did. Yeah. And you got to think the way he's playing and the size of him. He's probably going to make the roster. Yeah, And yeah. then they got that Kevin Stenland guy who, I don't know, he might be a kind of a healthy scratch or a call-up or whatever, but... Um, I kind of hope they take a chance on some new new blood, new yeah. fresh blood, you know? Yeah. I, I, honestly, I wasn't expecting, like, we've, we've talked about this on our previous four seasons. We're never going we're gonna to see, like, the major blockbuster in the offseason or the free agency signing. Right. Like, that's not how Chevy rolls. So it was a pretty quiet summer, but yeah, maybe we'll have some surprises here with some young guys making the team. Yeah, for sure. Um, I will say one, before we throw to a song here, one guy that I think is getting passed over in uh, just the way he's played in the preseason so far is is uh, Harkins. Oh yeah. I don't think he's looked very good at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's destined for the moose or what? It's hard to say. I think his contract, he would have to clear waivers to get sent down, so they might not want to send him down to risk losing him, but I mean, like that uh, Saku, Saku Mellon Island or whatever. I can't even say his name, <laughs> but uh, you know, I go with him over Harkins at this point. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but like I think you said, you know, bonus. It's a it's a clean slate. They're all yeah. kind of um, the seniority's kind of out the window, and it's whoever's buying in and playing the hardest and that kind of and thing. And the new systems too. Like there's all, I think there's going to be a bit of a learning curve with, because what was that? The Jets game, the previous one at home, who did they play? Ottawa. Yeah. That game, it just kind of looked like some guys were lost. Yeah. Yeah. An, an exhibition game. That yeah, was, yeah. It looked, it looked kind of yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Pretty even. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, let's throw to a song here. Let's throw to this Dale Howardchuck song by Les Dale Howardchuck right here on Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show. J'allume ma dernière cigarette, j'débouche ma dernière bière tablette, j'fais jamais de joke avec les tapettes, mais j'la bougerie des gros salmettes, fortin à gauche, lance ma hamlette, est-ce que c'est bon pour sa palette? Si j'me ramasse tout seul, parlez, j'te jure, m'a claqué, c'est les tablettes.
prends plus ma carte pour les emplois Je vais jouer dehors même s'il fait frais Je t'ai rendu chum avec Ginette Mais là je suis rendu clean, rendu correct That was Liz Dale Howard Chuck with a song called Dale Howard Chuck. And uh, of course, that's a Montreal garage band. We're here at uh, preseason Garage League Hockey. Um, garage League, uh, the Ligue du Garage. Tell us a little bit about that name. Like, what does it mean? Where does it come from? I'll get Vinny to tell the full story. Sure. But basically, it comes from a Mario Lemieux quote from the 90s, I believe it was, where during like the clutch and grab years, yeah. he was not too ha happy with with the way superstars were getting treated. He'd have and, guys uh, hanging off his back still skating down yeah. the ice. And, yeah. so, so basically, Garage League was a bit of a play on uh, a reference saying like, you know, uh, Mario Lemieux re referring to it as not being a high level hockey. like. <sighs> I guess maybe Garage League is a bit of a slang for Beer League or, or Rec League in Quebec. Uh, but then I think also Mario Lemieux was mi misquoted. And I think a lot of people thought, thought he, it was Garbage, garbage League. league. Yeah. So there was uh, some controversy around there. And that's what we're all about here at Gar uh, Garage League. <laughs> but I'll, I'll let Vinny tell the full yeah, story. Sure. Yeah, so um, as, as we mentioned in the first segment there before the song break, um, Big save there by Fletch. Uh, Garage League is a draft league, so it's it's pretty different than your typical beer league, where you you know put a team in and yeah, um, which I think is probably the format that most of us have played. Like our yeah, you sign up with your team, your yeah. your current uh, you know group of guys that you play with, but this is kind of like everyone joins and then you kind of mix them all together and try and make four even teams. Yeah, so it, it, in a way it's like the apocalypse formula, uh, yeah, but it's going to be spread out over the whole winter. Now, there's got to be some challenges with drafting the teams. Um, can you give us a little bit of insight into that? Because well, uh, as one of the league conveners... Uh, yeah, we, we followed the, uh, the similar strategy that they use for apocalypse, where basically all the players get a ranking, uh, you know, based on their skill level and then you basically try and match all the teams with uh, with those numbers and ultimately if you add those numbers up and then average them you should be pretty close right. so that's kind of what we factored in and then also like we have some guys that you know wanted to be with a certain friend of theirs or so then you had to like group these two guys together so if say for instance if me and you requested to be on the same team then if I need to move teams, then you're coming with me, or right. that sort of thing. So there was all those things to kind of keep track of, and also um, also um, positions. We had to make sure that each team had, you know, the you know four to six defensemen, or uh, you know nine four or nine forwards and four defense. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just looking at this D pairing right now of Chung Tran and Kyle Antonchuk here for Team Blue, and that's a uh, 
that's a nice pairing right there, I'd say. Uh, you got you got one guy with the silky mitts of like Chung does. I mean, that guy can stick handle his way out of a phone booth. And uh, Kyle, just a just a solid you know two way defenseman who can get up and down the ice. He's uh, pain in the butt to uh, to to see in front of the net and in the corners and that kind of thing. So yeah, it, it's pretty fun because I think. We know a lot of the people who have signed up and are playing in this league, but there's a lot of people also that I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot maybe, of new folks. Maybe you're a little different in who you know and don't know or whatever, but I would say probably half the people I know. Um, so that probably made it, the draft a little tricky as well because on the sign-up forums, you're, you know, you're essentially self-declaring your... your uh, skill level or whatever yeah and then uh, there was also some brand new people to the mix where in our game last on, on thursday there we had no idea who they were and how good they were and then you have to reassess and that's what these exhibition games are for if a team ends up with too many higher skilled players then we either need to maybe balance that out with you know different defense uh pairings or or making trades yeah and so um Maybe for listeners, if they're uh, listening to this and they're like, well, this sounds pretty sweet. Uh, there is a spare uh, list that is being built. That's uh, correct. Yeah, we need spares. So the, the teams, the teams right now, there's four teams in the league right now. And With the goal of growing to six and then eight in the future. Right. So in the future, there's, there's opportunity for more. For this season, it's maxed out. But the spare list does need to be to grow and so I guess the ask is that players register on the website which yeah. is uh, garageleague.ca yeah. uh, all the information's there and the, the purpose of registration is for insurance purposes really right like yeah so basically 25 bucks gets you insured and gives you a spot in the garage league and then uh, if you're a sub then there'll be a a payment uh, per game instead of like a full on seasonal yeah. registration fee uh, but all that information is on the website, garageleague.ca. Oh, oh my, what a pass save there by right Chung there by to League convener Eric Paz. Fantastic pass and he by Chung Tran. I tell you, no, uh, oh, Fletch kept save. that one out. He squeezed oh. the wickets there and uh, kept well, it out. But that was a real nice play there. Let's call uh, that a half a goal, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put a half on the board. Yeah. <laughs> it's great play, great uh, teamwork. Yeah, so. Um, what else about Garage League should we touch on here? Like it's, um, well, let's talk about the jerseys themselves. They're pretty sharp. Uh, you may have seen them on the Talking Hockey Instagram during the the uh, launch party jersey reveal night, which was held at Sucrums Brewing, which is uh, a league sponsor. And um, yeah, so the jerseys themselves. Uh, just just talk about that because it's kind of an interesting concept in the way because it is a draft league you know um instead of you know getting new jerseys every year or whatever like uh let the listeners know how it, how it all kind of shakes out and how it's working basically you sign up for a garage league and you get a dark and a light and I just, those those are your jerseys for life so then next year when you end up on a different team you still use the same jerseys because you either wear dark or light for these games and when it came down to the design you know, at first we were gonna go just simple, sim like something simple, black for uh, you know dark, and and then white for light. But then it's like we had the conversation that we should have some color in this league, 
And then we were like, yeah, let, let's get some navy or a blue or something. We feel that was a good color. A uh, couple interesting tidbits here. The, uh, the Garage League logo was designed by uh, uh, the same artist who does the Hey Berkey uh, cartoons on Sportsnet with Jeff Merrick. And, and what's Ron that Burke. guy's name? Nils. Eric Haas can help tell that story. He's the guy who kind of got that uh, rolling. Nice. And then uh, Fletcher <laughs> kind of... Uh, was was the main lead on the jerseys and we ended up oh we got a penalty here yeah and we ended up going with the the main uh bears uh u.s college kind of uh yeah. jersey look. main black bears so the the navy with a, a lighter blue uh, and then uh, you got a little white striping on there as well it's pretty sharp the g the garage league g the logo on the jersey it's the yeah laval rocket um, yeah inspired uh, so there's a, a little mixture. And the, the baby blue is almost a bit of like uh, Jets aviator color style. That's, yeah, I think it is. And, pretty and close. It's pretty close, if not. And then the uh, the numbers, as you were saying, are like the Vancouver Canuck font. That's correct. Um, so a little bit of... Oh, and that one goes in. Team White is back up 3-2 now. We also felt that the Vancouver Canucks numbers matched the Garage League yeah. uh, font a little bit. Yeah. So that's kind of why we went with that. Pretty sharp, pretty sharp. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so, it, I mean, if nothing else, the, the way also, the, uh, the Keener, team looks. Keener jerseys. Uh, oh, yes, yeah. Keener jerseys. Uh, fantastic Winnipeg outfit there doing uh, hockey jerseys and uh, probably all kinds of other sports stuff as well, but... Uh, known around these parts for their hockey jerseys for sure. I now have probably three different Keener jerseys or sets or whatever. So uh, <laughs> I went and had to go buy some uh, new clothes hangers uh, so that I could. Uh, my my jersey collection is just it's getting pretty big. <laughs> um, Vinny with the shot. Oh, oh, tried to go glove side yeah, there on clutch. He's going coast to coast. Um, what did you think of the jerseys when you first saw them? What was your first impression? I liked them immediately when uh, at the at the little reveal party thing. I thought I didn't pick up on the main black bears at all uh, until somebody said that later, and I was like, oh yeah. Uh, as soon as Vince walked out with the jersey, sort of, I was just like, oh yeah, these are these look good. Um, we got two I wasn't sure what here. I was expecting. I don't know. Like, I had no idea what to expect, so. Well, we kept a pretty tight lid on things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we got two minutes left here in the second uh, exhibition game here, Garage League at the Winnipeg Winter Club. We got Team White, Fletcher's team, ahead 3-2. to two, But fairly evenly matched for the most part. It has been, and, and I guess that's kind of one of the goals of the Garage League is that uh, on any night, uh, any team can win kind that's, of thing. That's the hope, yeah. We don't want uh, any teams running away with it. But, uh, but yeah, that's the hope is to kind of have an evenly matched, uh, balanced team so we have an exciting season all the way to the end. Yeah. And so uh, what's the playoff format and all that kind of stuff? How's that looking? Yeah, play again, that's uh, – so Vinny was, is the schedule master. So I'll, I'll defer to him to give the full-on breakdown. But basically everyone makes the playoffs – uh, but uh, I think it's a one-game semis and then a three-game, again, best of three for, for the finals. Yeah. And Which way it will be in March. And if, if we're, you know, 
looking at the standings in, say, December, and maybe there's one team that seems to be running away with it or whatever, and maybe there's one team that's sort of uh, hanging out at the bottom. Uh, I think is the goal, there a possibility of trade? Yeah, the goal would be to address that fairly early in the season. We probably won't let that go to December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and how will players be notified that they've been traded? Uh, <laughs> I think they'll open up their locker and they'll see a, a slip in there, and uh, unfortunately, they'll have to just walk down the the, the hallway to the other dressing room. <laughs> to the next dressing room. Down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they won't be like uh, they won't find out from a tweet. Or yeah, something like that. It, it might it might be Elliot Friedman, or it might be me. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Well, I've never uh, I've never been traded. I don't think so. I mean, if I do well, get traded, do you have, do you have a no move clause? <laughs> I'm not sure what kind of contract I sign. I leave. Oh, we got a penalty shot here. Oh my the game. I leave that up this to the is, agent. But this is uh, this is crazy. Yeah. So Chung. Chung is. I mean, he's been all over it here tonight. He's had a great game. He's walking down the middle from the. Uh, he gets tripped up. We got 16 seconds left in the third period of a 3-2 game, and this is just exhibition season, folks. I mean, we're talking hockey here. So <laughs> this is how we keep the people in the stands here. There's just two of us, but. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, we're hoping to grow gate revenues uh, for sure. We got a we got a penalty shot here. Uh, Potentially to tie the game with 16 seconds left in the yeah. third period. No pressure, Chug. No pressure. But uh, I'm going to call this one as, a, as I see yeah, it Yeah, live, so live. Here we go. Here comes Chung. He's uh, you picking up the puck. cut the tension puck, with a knife. Crossing the blue line. Stick handling in. And he shoots. Oh! Tries to go five hole. Fletcher shuts the, the door. Day. No goal. <laughs> Fletcher got the paddle down just in time to steer that one to the corner. And... Uh, it's going to remain a 3-2 game with 16 seconds left. As, we got an empty uh, net here, too. Uh, yeah, the goal is pulled for Team Blue. Attacker. So I wonder, uh, uh, I've been thinking uh, probably what's going to happen once the rosters are set. Oh, oh, oh and then... Benny almost hit the game in? on the stick. I thought that was in. Oh, my. Oh. We got six what seconds What drama. Left. That's quite the finish. I could have swore that was in, but no, I guess... No, I don't think so. And that's the game, a 3-2 final. Vinny Toucans had the game on his stick with, uh, you know, six, seven seconds left there. He's going to be thinking about that one tonight over Absolutely. his cold beer. Yeah. I mean, we'll uh, we'll just throw it back to the, to the GCCC, which happened recently between, which is an exhibition series between the Crest of Steel and the Lumbercats, Crosstown Rivals. Uh... Lumbercats took the trophy in the best of three series, two games to one. The game was, uh, I believe it was 2-1 Lumbercats, the deciding game, and I had the puck uh, in the goal mouth and uh, very similar to what we just saw. Uh, thought it was a for sure goal. Somehow the puck did not go in. And uh, I've been having nightmares about that one. And that's so. a week ago. So Vinny, I guess uh, next week when he's, you hear this. Uh, yeah, he's due for a week, you. a week of nightmares <laughs> yeah. uh, for Vince. But... Uh, no, that was quite the exhibition game. Actually, I'm going to see if I can maybe if I can maybe grab uh, Vinny for a post game comment. Here. For sure. So uh, let's uh, let's, yeah, let's just let's take roll, a quick little break. Let's roll, and, uh, hit uh, you, uh, you cue up the next song here, Tommy. All right. So let's go with "Waiting" by Pup. This is a song. I mean, we've been waiting for hockey season, and here it is. Also, I saw Pup play this summer live uh, for the first time. I've never seen them before. They put on a heck of a show. 
Um, our friends of the show, the Zambonis, they're buds with Pup. They recorded at um, in Connecticut where the Zambonis are from. And uh, anyway, this is a great song. It's called Waiting, and here we are. here ringside post game with uh, number 98 of Team Blue, Vince uh, T-Tart, a.k.a. Vinny Toucans, league convener, as well as a player who just missed the uh, game-tying goal. Tell us what you saw on that play that uh, you thought the puck was in, it somehow stayed out. Yeah, I know it's exactly how we drew it up. Harris was there, top of the circle, won the draw straight to him, he got a good shot off. And it just, there was a rebound. Should have put it in. <laughs> hit the post. I hit cans. 
<laughs> not the net. Well, that was, that was uh, you know, from up in the stands, we uh, we were all on the edge of our seat. We thought it was in. Uh, but that was a quite, quite a game. How was the uh, pace for an exhibition game out there? Yeah, I think it's good. People are feeling each other out. It's like lots of new people who haven't played together. So there's just lots of things kind of work out, forming lines. That one blue, on the white team, they had they had uh, three strong players on a line, and they could move the puck. The D could get it up to them, and they were swinging it side to side. You know, you get older, it's more east-west rather than north-south. <laughs> a little more cutting, a little more stick handling, but, yeah, no, the pace was not bad. Yeah, and you're looking pretty sharp out there. What are you? Uh, what's your uh, off-season training regimen? Uh Actually, I did something this year. I did the, I'm not going to say it on the radio because it's embarrassing, <laughs> but I, I went in. I did some bendings and stretchings and there you go. put yeah. some weights on it when I did the bendings yeah. and stretchings and yeah. some pushings. And, and, and some, some baseball as well, hitting dingers. Uh, so, Vince, uh, as league convener of uh, the Garage League, I just want to get your side of the story about the the sort of history of what the name means. Can you can you tell us the the story of uh, the Garage League? Yeah, so I uh, I lived in Montreal for uh, about thirteen years, and they call all the a baker's dozen a baker's dozen. They call all their like the rec league hockey is league de garage, league de garage, league de garage. It's like a garage league. It's what they call their adult beer league hockey. And so there was a, you know, the NHL's had its hooking incidents. Meryl Lemieux, he's ticked off one night. And he's like, ah, this is like a league de garage. It's like a garage league out there. And lots of people thought he meant garbage. Oh, it was a garbage league. But Mario, being a good boy from Villamar, he knew it was league de garage. Very nice. So, you know, can you? What else can you tell us about the formation of this league de garage uh, here in Winnipeg, Manitoba? Um, you know, it's the first season for it. We've now had two exhibition games. Regular season's going to get going after Thanksgiving, and uh, just like what for you, what was the kind of process of bringing the whole thing together as one of the sort of four uh, founding fathers, who's I'm sure someday will be immortalized uh, bronze statues outside the rink. Yeah, no, I think, it's, I think it was a couple things. I was thinking it was, well, maybe like age. We're all getting older. We got kind of tired of, uh, of the standard league. And at Canland, you didn't know who you were playing night to night. Could be a rough one. Could be 18-year-olds wearing their high school jerseys. You know, just like we wanted, uh, we wanted to have a league where people knew people on the other side so they had more respect. Um, COVID helped in the thought process because we didn't know we didn't put teams in there like a, a league like Canland was still going but our our league our team Crest of Steel was like no we're going to do a scrimmage yeah. another team Nuclear Winter was like no we're not going in we'll just do a night of pickup hockey and so then the just Fletcher from that side the the um, Nuclear Winter side three of us Randy Eric and I from the Crest of Steel Eric, with all his running of hockey, I, ran, I helped run a league in, in Montreal. We kind of talked about it, talked with people, and it was like, okay, I think we have the numbers. I think we can start with four teams. We'll draft them up, so then we'll have, like, friends on every team. People know each other, lots of respect, lots of good hockey. We'll keep parity, so one team, it's not about 
forming a team, then we can, we can like make a team that is competitive against another team. So we sat down and wasn't even like drafting. It was like looking at people and names and just moving. And at the end of the night, it was like an hour and a half. We had four teams that we were happy with, a couple preseason games to work out the kinks, make sure everybody's on the right team. And we got a league to garage. There you go. It's as easy as that, folks. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty excited to get going on it uh, for sure. And, you know, like um, the, the thought of, uh, you know, I guess uh, growing with the league, you know, like, uh, you know, it's it, based on the two exhibition games, the pace is going to be good, um, you know, and I'm. I, all the games are at the one rink here, the, the um, Dominion Securities Center at the Winnipeg Winter Club. Um, and of course, it's a pretty local or central rink, you know, so I think a lot of folks, it's a nice uh, commute. You don't got to drive way out to the airport to play at Canlan and everything. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, uh, it's going to be exciting. So what else should we uh, touch on here uh, with the Garage League discussion? Or do you want to... You want to give a shout out to? Uh, okay, first of all, I gotta say I'm sorry we don't have like a hockey night in Tan Canada towel to give oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. right now as you stepped off the it's ice. Only but yeah, 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 it's the only YouTube, yeah. The YouTube videos. That <laughs> yeah, but uh, how, about, how about a song request for Vinny? Yeah, Vince. Vince, yeah, Vince, yeah you got to go join your team in the locker room. But uh, do you got a song request before you go? Oh, it's Leatherface, Sour Grapes, because I got sour grapes and I'm missing that last. <laughs> in the open net, hitting the post. Yeah, I hope you don't have too bad a nightmares about that one, but I, I think you will have some. Oh, yeah. All next, right. By next Thursday, <laughs> at least some. Well, thanks for joining us, Vince. And, uh, yeah, that's Vince uh, T-Tired, a.k.a. Vinny Toucans, the uh, defenseman number 98 for Team Blue or Team White, depending what night it is uh, of the Garage League here in Winnipeg. So. Uh, yeah, let's uh, throw it out to Leatherface here on Talkin' Hockey, the Hockey Talkin' Show.
So uh, that was Leatherface with Sour Grapes. Of course, uh, Vinny's going to be having some Sour Grapes about that missed shot that he had to tie the game in the dying seconds. Um, but you know what? That's the way she goes, Randy. And, and it's only preseason. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It doesn't, uh, the standings uh, aren't live yet. So, um, yeah, that was pretty fun, uh, uh, you know, watching, kind of feeling like a scout out there. Well, and it's, you know, if you're going to talk hockey, you might as well watch hockey at the same time. It's <laughs> yeah. like the full it's, it's like the, the full sensory overload. <laughs> <laughs> the full meal deal, for sure. Watching hockey, talking hockey. And you know what? That's what we're all about here at Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show. We're all about, um, uh, you know, watching hockey, talking hockey, playing hockey. Uh, what else can you do with this hockey? Is, this is almost like the CJOB post-game show. Like, we got the players leaving in the background there. We got uh, we got Peter leaving. Oh, Peter Kralik uh, joining us here. Uh, we're on Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show. Peter, how'd you feel about your game tonight there, Pete? Well, I had my COVID booster, so I feel like that kind of did something to my game. I uh, couldn't keep my stick on the ice properly, and some passes got, you know, just, just got out of my reach. But uh, aside from that, I felt pretty good. Very nice, very nice. <laughs> um, well, you got you look good out there, and uh, yeah, regular season will be starting up anytime here. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, guys. See, you. see you later. <laughs> see you, Aaron. And uh, yeah, so that's what we're all about here at Talkin' Hockey, the Hockey Talkin' Show. Uh, we're out there, uh, we're, all, we're on the streets, we're out there, we're talking hockey. Um, this season, we're going to have... We, oh, next episode, perfect yeah. example. Yes. <clears throat> next episode, we got a, a great episode lined up for you. Uh, we did an interview with Russ Rankin of Good Riddance. He was in town playing a show with his band. Uh, not too long ago, so we met up with Russ and did a little interview with him, talked some hockey. Russ, of course, is a scout for the Tri-City Americans Americans of the WHA, or WHL. Um, He's uh, the California scout for them. And um, so, yeah, we talked some good hockey with Russ, and he was on our show, of course, uh, I don't know, two years ago, maybe, and um, he's a big New Jersey Devils fan as well, so we do talk some Devils. And, um, yeah, so look forward to that. And we're going to probably line up, I mean, nothing's nailed down yet, but we've got some other uh, guests in the hopper that we're looking to, to talk to this uh, winter. So And maybe some returning guests, uh, new guests, uh, new games, new themes, all that fun stuff. We're back for Season 5 here. Uh, ready to go? Yeah, so anytime, <laughs> uh, you know, your Monday afternoon and you're driving home from work or you're... Uh, making supper throw it on umfm 101.5 in winnipeg um or you know you can always download it as a podcast from apple music or spotify or wherever else you kind of get your podcast we're gonna go out on a song here this one i feel like would be a real good one for the rink like when they get the right before in between uh whistles or like before they drop the puck the drums love the drums on this one the way it kicks in I think it would sound really good in a rink. It's called The Tyranny of Comforts by Needles Pins or Needles and Pins. Don't really know how you say the band name. And one last question. So the Talkin' Hockey music playlist. Yeah. We're we're not starting from scratch, right? This is just adding to the mix. Adding to it, yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, it's it's huge now. Um, How many songs, you ask? Well, let me tell you. (laughs) As I scroll to find it here in my... uh, 
thing of playlists. It's a lot of songs. Look, we're talking we're talking hours of music, and these are all songs that you're. Some of them are very hockey themed. They got yep. hockey in the lyrics, in the name, in the whatever. They're very hockey themed. Some of them not so much, but we draw a parallel in there, you know. And some of them are just songs that uh, people have requested that have been on our show and stuff, or the band, like the songs of the band of the people who have been on our show. So anyway, you can find that um, in the Instagram link in our bio of Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show. I believe it's Talking Hockey Podcast on Instagram. So check us out there, follow us there, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you next time on the show uh, next Monday. But thanks for tuning in, and as always, keep your stick on the ice.